Howdy, everybody. Do you have an exciting product or project you want to introduce it to a community of guitar wankers? You got a guitar, a pedal, an amp, or an accessory, or a new recording, perhaps? Well, how about putting your money where their ears are? We're now accepting sponsors who want to do just that. Reach out to us so we can help you reach out to them. Inquiring wankers want to know. So yeah, maybe he'll stop by. He said if his mix gets, if he gets out soon enough, he'll he'll pop by. Right. And that's it, man. I'm out of stories. Damn. Um, that's it. But I am having a lot of fun. I gotta say, you know, this. I love working on records. It's so much fun. Thank. Well, then you really complain it. about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, I complain about the hard parts about it, but the fun parts are super fun. You're feeling you're feeling good about it, like a, a, you, you're in, you're enjoying the process. Yeah, you yeah. The, the I'm real proud of the three tunes that I've got yep. done. I think I hope they hold up. You know, sometimes they don't hold up over time. It might be three months. I might listen to them again and go, "Oh shit, I got to change something," <laughs> but, and and then I will. But right. whatever. Yeah. But right now, everything is sounding. Like I want it to. Yeah, yeah. Sounded really good. Um, I I liked... Um, one thing I really liked that I'm doing different than Vibe Station is I turned the Marshall cabinet upside down and I'm making the bottom speaker. And it sounds... I like the sound better. So Which is the top speaker. Well, now it's the top speaker, but it is really the bottom speaker of the cabinet. You know? Like... In other words, you don't want to mic the bottom speaker of the cabinet because it's too close to the floor, and you'll get oh, reflections off the floor, yeah, and it will sound okay. bad. Yep. But if you turn the cabinet upside down, then, then it becomes the top speaker, but it's the bottom speaker. Yes, and the reason it sounds better, or I wouldn't say better, but just different, is because the board is slanted. Yeah. So it's in in essence, it is a little bit of a slant cabinet. Yeah. So you're miking the part of the speaker that has more airspace. And also, the handles are not around. Yep. Those handles are big. They, they go right. into the cabinet. Yep. So it, I like the sound better. I mean, some, some people like... I don't know. I can, I can switch it back and forth, but right. I'm kind of digging it. It's, it's working. Sounds cool. Yeah, it's a bigger sound. It's got more bass. Yep. It's just bigger. It's not as honky and mid-rangey. And, and you're just 57, right, all the way? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And nothing else works for me. And Eddie Van Halen, he takes the grill cloth off. And he goes right on the cone. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, to me, when I've tried that, it sounds pretty fizzy. But but I guess it just depends on, you know, yeah. the style of music you're playing. My friend, well, you know, Mark Van Gool, who was in yeah. the studio with him. He was like, yeah, Eddie, all the grill cloth covers are off and open speaker and right there. You know what's funny? I <coughs> heard that he takes the rubber feet off and even yes. the Tolex and sets the speaker cabinet on the floor. Mm -hmm. Now, when I tried that, it totally ruined the tone. Really? The cabinet didn't vibrate anymore. Yep. The, the floor stopped the cabinet stopped from vibrating. 
the cabinet doesn't vibrate, you're fucked. You don't yeah. have a sound. So I'm trying to figure out how that can sound good. I can't, I can't figure it out because the cabinet vibrating is the whole thing. Yeah. So if you take it off its rubber feet, put it on the floor, my experience was that all the bass went away, all the roundness and sweetness went away, and it just became harsh and thin. I wonder what... Yeah, I'd like to... We should, I should get Mark on and see what... I'd love to find yeah, out Yeah, I don't, I don't understand on. that. When it had something to do with the floors, if they were like nice hardwood well, floors. Well, mine's a wood that, floor. Right? Oh, well, there you go. And it ruined it. Wow. And what I do is I take the rubber feet off the cabinet and, and I nail them to the floor so that I can put any cabinet on those rubber ah, feet. Oh, okay. Yep. And just switch cabinets yep. like I want to instead of having it. Because obviously if you turn a cabinet upside down, down. you have to you have, rubber, have feet rubber feet on, feet on the top. <laughs> so you've got, yeah. <laughs> look kind of funny. That wouldn't work. What's wrong with your cabinet, dude? You've got rubber feet on the top of it. It's well, in case like, I bang my head. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Well, well Bruce, now we know how Scott is recording your recordings. You now you just you're the complete opposite. Can you get any more opposite with you guys? You just walk in, let's go, and that's it. I'm out of here. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, you, I mean, you know, I, re- I did a couple of recordings recently. Yeah, you're at you're at Capital. Yeah, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Had a really good amp to use and. Got a real nice sound. I was playing in a band. And, you know, I wasn't the leader. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. It was challenging music. Great players. Well, was that the Capitol gig? Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, read it and play it. I'm I'm really excited to hear the, the Dumble, what you think of that. I'm excited to get it, you know. So, That'll be a lot of fun. That's going to that's gonna be huge. Can't wait to hang out with him again. And Yeah. What a crazy dude. Yeah, he's, I like that guy. And, uh, yeah. Last you know, time I talked to him, he was at that house, and he was complaining because the movies that they... You know, what's what's the... Jackson Brown's brother owns it, and he rented it out to all these uh, movies. I don't think he's at that house anymore. No, no, he's no. not. But that's the last time I talked to him, yeah. he was at that house. And the movie people would come, and they would run those diesel uh, trucks to yeah. run the lights. Yeah. And the diesel smoke would get into his house... And just drive him nuts. And yeah, he's bad. always complaining about it. So he oh. must be much happier where he's living. Now. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's hot where he lives. He's in Sunland, right? Yeah, well, I don't know if he wants us to tell people that, but. Oh, sorry. Uh, it's, 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 Sunland, it's, it's, Well, it's a big city. I don't think you're going to find him without a phone number and an address. <laughs> but, yeah, he's in Sunland. Yeah, I'll just go there. Well, try you to know, find anyways, him. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just trying to honor his privacy. Um, but it's, you know, it's a hot part of the valley. But, you know, I mean, he's, yeah, he's a great guy. Love to hang with him. Always interesting conversation and stories. Yeah, he, he would have I really stories, like him. That's for sure. Yeah. That's for sure. A friend of mine wanted him to build me an amp, and he had him send him a tape of his playing, uh-huh. and he said no. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's what I expected him to do with me. You know, like, oh, that's so funny. Like, sorry, I'd like to sell you this Honda, but you're just not a good enough driver. <laughs> you, can't, you can't drive this car. You're just not good enough. That is, that is really, that's, 
That's like the soup Nazi, right? Yeah, it's funny. Nice soup for you. Yeah, it's just kind of funny. <laughs> I think it's great that he does that. He's like, you know, I just don't think you're playing. You're not going to play one of my amps. Well, I guess I guess he's only building a few. So if he's only going to build a few amps, he's, he wants to build them for the really good players. I can understand that. Yeah. If he had sure. a factory, it wouldn't be the same. You wouldn't give a shit. Same, yeah, right? no, but, he's obviously very meticulous. And, you know, he, yeah. he really wants his amps to be presented with people that, you know, there's a guy I work with. Um, I don't want to mention his name because he's one of those guys, but he is really a one-man show. He does everything. Yeah. And he is picky. You know, he won't do anything for you unless you, you're a really good player and you have some of a name because he does it all himself and he can't just... He, he doesn't want to run an assembly line and, right. and drive himself crazy. He just wants to work kind of leisurely, maybe, you know, six, seven hours a day. And yep. Does this guy make amps or does he make guitars? He makes guitars? pedals. Pedals. He makes pedals. Okay. And, like, accessories and stuff like that. Right. And he just wants to do his thing for his friends and people that he really respects and stuff. And right. I get it because he's one guy. Right. And he doesn't have a team and of he's people not interested so. in growing and becoming a big... No. Right. And I know quite a few people like that. Yeah. They're, they're small and they don't want to get big. Yeah. Yeah. They don't even go to the NAMM show. They don't even try to have a booth. They just... It's word of mouth. Right. And it's like that. Yeah, I mean, it's the same thing. You know, my wife, she's a jewelry maker now. An artist. You know, and... Her designs are so good that if she wanted to, you know, she could have them like mass produced and sell the shit out of them. But yeah, you know, she just likes it. She makes them herself, one bead at a time. It's beaded jewelry. It's like some amazing, meticulous stuff, and she sells it to various people in little shows she likes to do, and she makes money at it. You know, and at our age, you know, she's just got no desire to be, you know, represented in whatever the yeah. big magazines yeah. and all that shit you know she didn't want the headache of that she's yeah she's unlike me i'm just a publicity whore that's why <laughs> that's why i play jazz publicity whore. yeah that's why you play jazz yeah yeah we, we went to um we went to a uh, uh, hotel cafe the other night and bruce played there at the hootenanny right Is the hootenanny i did the hootenanny that's right man i and, did um, the hootenanny i was the geriatric contingent it was, i'd never been to this particular room at the hotel cafe and um and this is a if, for all the listeners out there this hotel cafe is a, a very kind of famous songwriter yeah. Singer songwriter venue, venue in Hollywood. It's a it's a showcase venue. Very mm-hmm. cool place. A lot yeah. of great artists play there, and uh, they've got a new room off to. Well, it's not really new, but they've got a room off to the side. It's smaller, more packed in, more intimate. And uh, Bruce played there and got up and played. And man, you you tore it up that night. That was, uh, a, it was, that was fun. a killer night. And then Danielle, yeah, Dan wow. Drag got up and sang a song with you, and you yeah. guys just killed. It was funny and just amazing. It was a really good night. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah, it was cool. It's a cool scene he's got going there. For, yep. for those of you who want to know, it's every Monday, last Monday of every month. He just gets kind of the baddest, mostly singer-songwriter people in the world coming through there. And they all just, it's, they kind of like making an open mic uh, showcase evening. And it's just and a, a lot house, of house band, right? A lot of a great house band. Yeah. I thought they were great. Yeah, the guys are really good. And um, and Drew is the guy, Drew Taubenfeld, who's like a, you know, really in demand guitar player, pedal M- steel, M- banjo, D. 
MD kind of guy for a lot of songwriters and, and artists. Yep. He, he just really works all over the place. He's really great. And he curates the evening. And he just calls people. And it's really funny he calls me. I mean, I'm like the oldest guy there by 25 years, you know. <laughs> I got up on the bandstand, looked at the audience. I felt like I was babysitting. <laughs> you know, and, and it was great. I fucking loved it. It was, man. you know, I mean, and I just got up so and played well. jazz guitar and, and did comedy. Yeah. It was yep. like Steve Martin meets Joe Pass. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. It I had was a good time. Really, really cool. Yeah. It was a great night. And yeah. uh, that's definitely a great place. If you're in LA and you can make that gig, it's a great yeah, place. Yeah, it's last Monday of every month. Hotel Cafe and right in Hollywood. Yeah, it's and even true. Hollywood's looking prettier now. God, right? it really was strange. What's yeah. looking better? Did we talk Kawanga and Hollywood Boulevard around that area? Yeah, that used to be kind of. It was always a lot of cool places down there, but just more of a shit show in some areas. But they've cleaned it up and they've put up the nice hotel and all these Hollywood new shops and, and where Kawanga to, oh, on the south oh, side. I see. Okay, because I I missed that when I'm on my way to teach. Right, right. You're oh, over by yeah, Highland. Yeah, you're on, yeah. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah, no, no. I, it's yeah. like a block or two over, I guess. But yeah. you know, a couple big blocks. I but, haven't seen yeah. it. But no, it's like it used to be all scuzzy there. And now, particularly the south side, you know, like towards Selma, there's this designer hotel there. There's this little mall that used to be an alley of just like oh, nice. junkies and piss and yeah. homeless. And yeah, now, now it's, like, it's like it's got all these boutique shops in there and some landscaping and cool lighting and it was really quite a i thought we were in the wrong place yeah all the crack whores have been kicked out ah yeah damn it, it well is. they've been moved over to mi they're going to school now <laughs> yeah <laughs> we have had a couple of strippers at mi <laughs> really and even a guy from the manson family oh really yeah <laughs> uh, what did he play what instrument guitar oh good <laughs> and he killed yeah. He really killed. He's the only. He one executed the every tune. He's the only guy in the Manson family that is out of jail. That's out, out of jail. Mm -hmm. What? They're all in jail. Yeah, they're all in jail. Wow. But I there's only there there's only one guy that got out, and that's him. And he came to MI. So he's not Manson. He was in the Manson family. He's, he's in the Manson last, family. Last name. Okay, let's clarify. He's not yeah. last name isn't Manson. Well, they he called it. The they Manson called family. it the Manson family. Right, right. He right. was in the group okay. called the Manson up. family. He was in that cult. Yep. Right. And he didn't murder anybody. They they suspect that he buried a body, but they couldn't prove it. But he still did sixteen. No, sorry, sixteen. He did thirty years in jail. Wow. He was. Well, he went. He went to jail when he was like eighteen. He damn. got out thirty years later. Well, he, we've all buried to, bodies. Well, yeah, know. but I mean, I don't want to hear his playing. He probably had to put him back in jail for that. <laughs> yeah. Wow! Did you get to talk to him? And I knew him really well. Yeah. Oh yeah. God! Was he? Yeah. To, was to a get... super nice guy. A great yep. guitar player. Great harmonica player. Yeah. Really good blues musician, and we talked a lot. I mean, he was a baby when all that stuff happened. Wow. You know? And he basically just lived his whole life in prison. And um, yeah, man, he was a really cool, cool guy to hang with and a lot of fun and um, good musician. And it's just a shame, you know, he got hooked up with the wrong people at the wrong time and spent his whole life in jail. That is kind of the epitome of hooking up with the wrong people. Yeah, wrong you, can't song, get, right? you can't get worse than that. <laughs> Oh man, why was I hanging out with this guy Manson? <laughs> yeah, it seemed like it seemed like a nice guy at the time. Yeah, yeah. 
Oh, man. Well, the Beach Boys only got dragged into all it's, that. It's sort of like a Hitler thing. I mean, you know, that's what the guys at Nuremberg all said. Well, you know, Zawinul was a, was a Hitler youth. Right? Really? He was yeah. growing up. He was, he was, his parents were in the Nazi party. Oh, wow. He was a, a youth in the, in the Nazi party. So, so, you know, I guess he somehow got out of it or whatever. He, I don't know the story, to tell yeah. you the truth, but he was, when he was a kid, he was part of that movement. Wow. Wow. And, and uh, up. you know, like, he didn't know he was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. You, how do you know? Yeah. Like, if all you your mates are doing it. Yeah. And if you're born, I mean, it's just like religion, man. If you're born into a religion, you're likely to be a part of it. Be a part of it. I mean, I was, I was brought up Christian. It, 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 it wasn't until I was 19 years old when I got out of it. Yeah. So I just sort of put two and two together and said, this doesn't make any damn sense. And yeah. I just got out of it. But I was in it. I was born But then he it. just went over to the Hitler youth. Yeah, <laughs> I went over to Satanism. Yeah. It, it pays more. <laughs> no, you know, the hours are better. You know, you know why Hitler didn't drink? Why? He was a mean drunk. <laughs> 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 oh man I mean Scott I've been thinking of your mm. reference uh, you put me onto the, that Louis C.K. video um, skit where he talks about the religion the priests and that oh the Catholic Church yeah one? and like yeah. how how spot on is that right now yeah, that's so funny <laughs> man and it's so true uh, there's an amazing part in the movie um, I don't know if you've seen this movie Three Billboards Outside of yeah yeah I have. And I can't even remember the Yeah, scene. Elling. Ebling. Yeah, but, Ebling, but Missouri. Francis McDormand is so incredible. She kills. And how about that scene with the priest where she tells the priest off? Yeah. That yeah. was some heavy shit. That's some yeah. good shit. It's like you're implicit in every fucking thing they do, bitch. Yeah. So get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> I really liked that scene. It's a great you know, scene. Really liked that scene. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a great movie. They're dealing with it now. But the moment well they've always been dealing with it but now but, it's <laughs> it's worse Jesus, yeah it's worse Jesus dude yeah yeah, yeah and I can't Louis C.K. is a little quiet at the moment yeah he yeah so is so is Kevin <laughs> yeah. Spacey and yeah. so, a lot of guys uh, yeah lot of Harvey <laughs> Keitel not Harvey Keitel Harvey Weinstein <laughs> he's a little quiet there's only one guy that isn't quiet and he's probably done worse than all of them yeah <laughs> who's that oh duh Oh, Trump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh, I man. like that meme when I've seen... That meme on Facebook is so funny where it, it says it's like a quote and he's quoting and he says, I pick all the best people and then it names everybody that's been indicted <laughs> going to jail. <laughs> it's it's like, good. oh my God. It's comedy Your old cabinet's going to jail, dude. You're next. Oh, man. Oh, man. This is really getting out. Yeah, so we're Germany next week. When do you travel again? I'm in uh, Asia in October. October, and then I have my um, fun Nam time, happy fun time, Nam, where I'm playing at the Baked Potato for two nights. Oh, that's in January. Yeah, right. Alva's, Las Vegas. Yeah, and maybe this time I might be going down to San Diego to play gigs. So oh, okay, I'm just trying to do as many local gigs as I can while my guys are in town. Right. Yeah. But that's always fun. I found a great yeah. club in Vegas. I was telling you about it. Was I remember last time I told you guys oh, yeah, about yeah. it? Oh yeah, yeah. Called the Bunk House. Yeah, and it's a fun place to play. 
really nice. So, and after Germany? What after you, Germany. After Germany. After Germany. After the Deutschland. I'll be back here. You'll be back. stuff on the books i'm going to arizona i'm gonna do a master class at asu playing uh with mike coker's organ trio that band remember that spiffy record i did with him oh yeah yeah and then i'm doing the red guitar yeah awesome in phoenix and you just did austin with wit just did austin with wit smith and yeah. uh 
Got a bunch of stuff coming up. Just can't really, you know, just set them up and knock them down kind of thing. Yeah. You know, um, looking forward to a bunch of cool stuff. Gonna, I've decided I'm going to do an off-Broadway run with the Red Guitar in New York. Probably this fall. How awesome would that be? Maybe this winter, actually. Yeah. The end of winter towards spring is when I'll do it. And that'll be fun. And, um, and the guitar player has an article on me that's coming out in either the November or December issue. Oh, my God. And so it's been like 20, 35 years since the last one. Wow. That's awesome. When did all that go down? Uh, we know nothing anymore. Uh, you know, I've been keeping quiet about it because... Didn't, you, you didn't want it to blow maybe up. Maybe they'll change their mind when they hear me talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I'll play something that they don't like, or they'll, or they'll actually check out my music and decide not to do it. Um, so they, that's supposedly coming out. I got some secret special news that I can't quite share yet until it's finalized, mm-hmm. but a really exciting thing. And... Um, I just want to go around the world playing music for live people, having a good time, making it up as I go, testing myself to my limits, yep. challenging myself, well, and we, having fun. We did talk about, I've been, I was in Australia in July. Yeah, I was in yeah. Australia in July. And they had the guitar festival and stuff down there. But we did talk about you going there next year. Yeah, I'd love to you do that. You should definitely go there next year. Maybe you and Danielle or yeah. and you do the red guitar down sure. there. All of our Australian listeners, we need Please to help. We need I want to go to Australia there. so bad. I mean, the farthest I ever get is New Zealand, You know, which is so close. And then it just gets But let's bad. face it, Kiwis. No, well, you know, I mean, Kiwis are like kind of British people that were left in the refrigerator for a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that was for Nick. That was for Nick. Yeah. <laughs> G'day, Nick. <laughs> I'd love to go there too, man. It's it's probably easier for you if you're, you're going by yourself, right? I'm a one man show. I'll, yeah. I'll bring a pretty woman with me. You know, you, start, about it. You, you think about bringing three people, three tickets, three hotel rooms, and it gets pricey, man. Oh, it's yeah. like, and it is. It's yeah. Hey, man, if Cowbop had five, we did it. You know, I mean, but it's just you're right. In Australia, I mean, we did New Zealand. Oh, that's well, about the same thing. Yeah, yeah. and and I did mean, you make no, any... sorry to Australians or Kiwis to say did you, that. Did you, oh, yeah. But did I mean, you... in terms of distance, I should get mad. But, but let me let me ask you something. Oh, no, this and is actually, too we did New Caledonia too. I can't ask you this personal question because it's on public air. But I will ask you in private. What did because, you make any money? Well, it's yeah. it's not about you it's did about make money. It's yeah. about how much money and about like what you you know. Different musicians set different limits for themselves for how much they want. To get on a plane, fly somewhere, and I have my price, and I'm sure Bruce has his price, and I just, you know, my agent knows what. It's actually not really me talking; it's my agent talking. Right. Yeah, because he's like, making a percentage. You don't want to book something that's yeah, not going to pay he, him. Yeah, he's sort of saying like, okay, if it's not paying this much, sorry, you know, as much as you'd love to go, yeah, I'm I, not going to book you I there get it. unless there's a lot of acts that won't go to Australia because of the the, the money mm-hmm. isn't there for them. Well, I'll tell you something, man. You get your foot in the door, and sometimes I disagree with my agent because I think if I just go there and not make as much money as I want to make, maybe next time I'll make more. Well, wouldn't you make yes. it up maybe with sales on your CDs? Possible. Yeah. And and I just know that CDs. What are those? There's there's two there's two places, um, London and Paris. Yeah. Always been the same. Like 
low paying, so we don't go. Right. But now London totally changed because we went there one time and played for lower than we wanted, and now we're playing at Ronnie Scott's every time we go to London and selling it out. So it's a building process. Yeah. We're going to do the same thing in Paris next year in April. We're doing a Europe tour in April, and we're going to play at Richard's, Richard Bona's Club in Paris for two nights. Yeah. And I bet you it's going to be sold out both nights. Because I haven't been in Paris for, in forever since right. I played with Joe. Yeah. So, um, I, but I just think it's important. Sometimes the agent doesn't maybe realize that you've got to kind of self, sell yourself cheap one time to get your foot in the door. Get there, and, then, and then, then the demand's there. It helps. Right. And you if, know. if you guys go to Australia, there'll be at least five Guitar Wank listeners that will turn up. I would bet that there would be at least 500 men and not one woman because that's what that's what my gig in fact that that's just an average Scott gig what are you talking about nah it's not but but you know what Virgil was so angry because Virgil played in one of the biggest rock bands in Australia Southern Suns yes and he was really expecting them to be a lot of women in the audience and we thought it was so funny that there wasn't one not even a waitress (laughs) and it's like wow virgil you must be really popular that rock band is really and another guy steve smith thought the same thing he thought he was going to get a lot of journey fans to his vital information gigs yeah didn't happen (laughs) just just that doesn't cross that's funny because the the lead singer of southern sons is a a a great friend of mine and one of my favorite guitar players Erwin Erwin Thomas Mm -hmm. aka Jack Jones He's doing a reunion tour, but he's not using the original members. He's just uh-huh. going out doing it himself. Yeah. And he's selling out everywhere. Like wow. He's killing. And he's a monster guitar player and a monster wow. vocalist. You know, well, you just, know what? Um, um, Steve Perry is kind of making a comeback. Really? And he's going to go out and do a bunch of, of shows, I think internationally. And he got Travis. Travis is going to do the gig. No way. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's a really great gig for Travis. He's going to go out and finally make some money instead of playing with me. <laughs> He's going to so go out and make... He would just go out as Steve Perry. He wouldn't go out as Journey, right? No, just as Steve Perry. Right. It's his own thing, just like what Robert Plant did. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, or Rod Stewart or whatever. Um, but wow. yeah, so I mean, I'm sure Travis is going to have fun, man. Of course, yeah, man. He's going to have a great that'd time. That'd be a fun gig. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man, I think... And apparently, are... from what he told me, like Steve Perry can still belt it out. It's, it's isn't it weird singer. that you've seen that documentary on the guy that took that is now in Journey, right? The the guy from is he from? No, Taiwan? I don't even know anything about Journey now. Oh, I mean, they they yeah. found a guy. There's a documentary on Netflix. It's an amazing documentary. Oh, the kid. Yeah, they found a a kid. They saw him on YouTube in like Taiwan in a Journey cover band, and he sings fucking identical to steve perry i'm sure really wow like ridiculous uh-huh absolutely ridiculous well they flew him over and he's now the lead singer for journey no kidding wow. and the documentary is an amazing documentary definitely mm-hmm. check it out even if you're not a, i'm not a journey fan at all but I, the documentary is amazing but this kid i mean imagine that you're in a cover band of your favorite band and then the real band snatches you up pretty hit man that's yeah, fucking that's amazing great. well i mean it was like that for me because listening to Weatherport for all the years I did and then getting to work with Joe, that was a huge, like, honor. and uh, Right. Like, am- I mean, amazing. I'm sure you guys have had situations yeah. Yeah, in your yeah, life sure. where you're yeah. like... Yeah, it's amazing. 
it's a, I, it's it's a dream come true. Like you I, just go, wow, am I really here? Yeah, yeah. I never yeah. had that. I never listened to two lesbians and go, man, I want to be in this band. <laughs> I was like, man, Why I want not? to be in tattoos. Well, I really wanted Why to not? be in heart, but they never called me. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I don't uh, know. They, they said, can you get a sex change and we'll let you join our band. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, tattoo wasn't wasn't didn't have a legacy i was on the ground floor oh man but i'm gonna grab some of this whatever it is it's, this um, is well, there's three jugs choose your one okay choose your choose they're, your all ice. Ba- they're all basically ice the is in the the token frozen oh, you, bag you think of everything look, look at the frozen bag on the look front at of that. it frozen <laughs> how sweet and this glass will work yeah that's that's there for you thank you man um so. you can hear the the clinks of the ice cube there you go. <laughs> now we're talking. Uh, I'm off to New York tomorrow. Oh, you are? What yeah, are you doing I'm, in New York? I'm going to see my son out there. Oh, he's, that's right. Yeah, you're traveling there. back and forth to hang with him, huh? Yeah. So going out there for a week. You're so going to take fun. him to do anything fun, like go see some some Broadway shows or museums? I, or You know, he's seven, so I might take him to see that movie that you you talked about. Which one? The the, the About the, the brother in the KKK. That's probably really good for a seven. Year seven? Old. I don't know if he's ready for that. Which one of these will I like the most? Um, I don't know. I I really don't know. Bruce, you you would be able to tell him. I'll wait till he gets back. You know, you should take him to see. Um, uh, Christopher Robin just came out, and it's supposed to be really good. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Winnie the Pooh. That. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Christopher Robin when yeah. he's all grown up. Oh, that's right. I Which did, one will these will what... I like the best? Okay, so um, yeah, you can take him to see that. Hugh and McGregor, right? Huh? Hugh and McGregor, so. isn't it? Ewan, yeah, uh, Ewan, uh, yeah, Ewan McGregor. Yeah. yeah, Ewan McGregor. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, Ewan I, Kenobi. I really liked. <laughs> yes. um, I really liked. What do we see? Kids movie that I really dug. Well, you know, Infinity War. I dug that. That was fun. Oh, have I seen that yet? Yeah. Avengers Infinity War, that was cool. Incredibles 2 was great. Oh, I did see that. That was a great How movie. How about the music at the end? Is that some of the hippest fucking big band shit yeah. you've heard in a long time? The whole I, the whole thing. Everything they do. The have you seen that movie, Bruce? No. While they're rolling... The, well, the, the movie... The, the, the music is awesome in the whole movie. But at the end, they let the band loose. And, and while they're rolling the credits... They're playing these compositions, modern big band compositions. I haven't heard that modern of a big band in a long time. It's some cutting edge shit, man. It's really good. And I was going, you know what? This is worth the price of the movie just to hear this music. Because it it's, it's off the hook. It's great. Good soloists, amazing arrangements, really angular harmony. Like, not traditional at all. It, even more out than you know, like sometimes the 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 what's her name Toshio Toshioki Tosh, or Toshiko. sometimes they took it a little bit out or that well, have, have you have you heard Marie Schneider? You know? No, I haven't heard oh. that. Is that happening? Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard it. I've heard about it. I mean, I if you'd like it. that kind of stuff, that might be where you're going. Kind of post Gil Evans kind yeah. of thing. But man, this music in this movie is burning. And uh, and it's a great movie too. I mean, it's funny as shit. It's it's as good as you know how you're always hoping they don't mess it up the second time. And they usually do. Well, you know, I, I'm but one they of the didn't ones on this. that I, I no, I'm one of the ones that thought 
Despicable Me 2 wasn't as good as 1 and 3 wasn't as good as 2, but this one I really thought it was as good as the original. Hi folks, I know you don't recognize me, but I'm a guy who plays a guitar player often on stage. And I just want to say that we love this guitar wink and we love the community here, but we could sure use your help. So if you want to pick up a few hats for Christmas or a t-shirt or a mug or just make a donation, it's sure going to go a long way to making us happy this holiday season. Yeah. Pretty slamming movie, man. <laughs> Pretty funny. They're amazing movies. Great. Really cool. Yeah. Cars 3, I really enjoyed that. that Did you fun. see Coco? No, you, I haven't seen Coco man, yet. Man, you've got to see that. That's that, such that, a beautiful that's the, movie. The, the drug lord from Colombia? No, no. Coco is... Uh, <laughs> uh, I, oh, you're kidding. So, sorry. Coco! I fell for it. You know what it's about, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful movie. Yeah, it's, it's a good movie. It's, it's amazing. It's really worth seeing. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. It's hard to believe for me, because Disney, it's Pixar. Well, it's Pixar, that's the thing. It's not yeah. Disney, because Disney, they don't always get it right. But Pixar does. Yeah, Pixar does get it right. Yeah. Because Disney did that awful story. One of those guys had to fucking leave, too. What's that? One of the, the head guys at Pixar had did to leave. Did he really? Because he was touching and doing stuff he shouldn't have been doing, saying stuff. and. There you go. I'm surprised none of us, we're all still here. We're not important enough. Well, we don't have a... We, you mean the producer? We have no the, podcast hasn't kicked... The, where is the human resources department? We, we have never... We don't have... Right in the hole. Here's the deal. We don't have power over anybody. <laughs> Wait, that's <laughs> right. Every time I've ever tried it, it's just like, fuck off, idiot. <laughs> you know what's so funny is in the teacher's lounge at MI, you know, it's very mixed, you know, whatever. And we do have a human I know those girls, too. No. Those women, yeah. those women. Sorry. Yeah, no. we and, and we do have a human resources department, and there are rules, and it's so funny how they're broken constantly, <laughs> mostly by the women. Yeah, <laughs> it's really funny. I mean, they're serious flirts. We have we have such a fun time being politically incorrect in the <laughs> teachers' lounge, and we're just like hoping there's no microphones that go to the human resources department. <laughs> there's been a few few teachers that have had to leave from MI because of. Well, Stuff. they crossed the line, man. Right, right. They really crossed the line. <laughs> I'm sure that's happened. I mean, Jamie Lula got fired, I think, because he... And, and this was no big deal, but he just sort of lightly tapped the kid on the head. What? And they fired him. Wow. And I thought that wasn't cool. I mean, because the kid complained. And I mean, we're Are just talking about a little tiny little love tap like that. Nothing Was it in a or... joking way or was there a little ana animosity? Nah, it was animosity? just like, oh, <laughs> you know better than that. Can I try to say that again? Animosity? There you go. That what a dumb answer. Like, oh, come on, man. You can do better than that pat on the head. Oh, okay. And, but softly. The kid goes and complains and he loses his job. That's fucked I mean, up. That's politically stupid, man. That's, well, that's just, you know, really just fucked ridiculous. up for that kid. Yeah. He did that. Yeah, it is. If you're gonna if you're gonna get fired, he should have slammed him. Across yeah, the sure. Why not? No, just no. Well, the, body slam well, the thing the is, is, when he found out he was fired, he went back and kicked the kid in the balls. <laughs> <laughs> I would have. Damn. That's, that's what I would have done. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> and you know about that thing with Raphael? Um, oh, that's right. He punched a. Was well, he, he threw the this this kid who actually was a really. An asshole. He he had he. All the teachers hated him. I had to kick him out of my open counseling many times. Oh wow! Because he was so disrespectful of the other students, and right. I had to kick him out many times. Right. 
So he's in Raphael's room, actually playing one of Raphael's tunes with him. <laughs> Just, and he was telling Raphael that his chart is wrong. His chart on his <laughs> tune is wrong. And Raphael says, I know no, Raphael. I no, it's, it's really not wrong. You know, you know how sweetheart he yeah, is. Yeah, Raphael's the sweetest sweet. guy. Great Brazilian. So, you know, they, they, they add words. Yeah. And it's like, who are you to tell me my chart is wrong, blah, blah, blah. And so the kid got mad and he kicked the music stand and it knocked Raphael's drum machine off the music stand and went crashing on the floor. Right. And Raphael just lost it and he picked up his guitar and he threw it at him. And it in his face. Just, Raphael's guitar? Or yeah, he's he, the... No. Raphael stood up in his own guitar yeah. and he just sort of like threw it at him. Right. Not hard, but hard enough. Yeah. Because you know how the Floyd Rose Bridge has those spiky little things on <laughs> oh, it? Oh, shit. So it hit him in the head. And cut him. And it cut him, and the guy was bleeding like literally pints of blood. <laughs> oh, there was shit. blood soaking all over the carpet. Oh, no. The police came. They arrested him for uh, assault with a deadly weapon. <laughs> Keith Wyatt had to go bail him out of jail. Oh, but it man. it turned out that nothing happened because we all stood behind him, and there were so many affidavits of what a jerk this Break kid this was, was yep. that, that all charges were dropped and he got expelled from school wow. but the funniest thing about the whole the whole mess is that about a week later berkeley school of music put an online ad that said come to berkeley we don't hit our kids <laughs> <laughs> we don't hit our students <laughs> which we all got an amazing laugh <laughs> which is like That's, totally I awesome because Raphael made Yahoo front page on that one and you know why because he was playing with Pink that's right so yeah. it was like Pink's guitarist yep you know, KO's a student, right? So that was the big news, and, and that's why it went so public. Because if he had been just a guy, you wouldn't yeah. have heard about it. But he wouldn't was a guitar player for Kiss. I mean, for Pink, so boom. You know, back in the day, that shit happened all the time, and no one seemed to, yeah. you know. I, I always, I, it's so funny when people say, have you seen that movie Whiplash? Is that like really true? I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? Like if you even touched a student, you'd be in jail for the he's rest like of your life. He's like throwing symbols at their yeah, he's heads. like and... socking them. <laughs> it's like, we as teachers only wish we could do that. Bruce, you've, you've come close to smacking the shit out of a kid. Tell me you've come close. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, you didn't do it. Of course not. Yeah. Have you had, had a, ever had a student want to smack you? Um, no, that sounded wrong. That just sounded like a sexual thing. Have you ever uh, had a student? I, I, not that I know of, but probably. Yeah. I mean, they... they you've never had one get in your face and be like... No. No. I've never come close to hitting one, but I have rolled my eyes so many times. <laughs> no, I mean, I had one kid kind of really take me to the edge where I was so mad, I... Unplugged, and I was just going to leave the room. And then I realized what I wanted to do was hit him with the end of the cable. Mm -hmm. Right. And I realized this is too far, and I just, really, I, I just said, "You, you're done for today. You can leave." Yeah, I don't, I don't know if you're allowed to do this at your school, but I've been getting away with it for years at mine. I just tell him to get out. 
Yeah, well, I asked him. You know, just yeah. like, like I mean, it's only one time it's ever happened. I said, "We're done now." You know, we're you know we, we we've done our thing. You can go now. You know, it's happened to me many times. Yeah. yeah, where they just don't do their work. I give them something to do, they don't do it, and I said, "Well, you know, I gave you your work to do. You didn't do it, so come back next week when you do it. So bye." Yep. And and hopefully when you come next week, you you've will done. have done what I asked you to do. You get a lot of them sitting there like, "Oh, what? Oh, come on, Scott. Well, oh. No, you can't do that. I mean." Even Sonia, with her piano t teaching, if a kid comes and he didn't prepare what she asked him to prepare, he's gone. Yep. And they pay by the month. Yeah. So that's a lesson that they have to pay for, and he didn't do his job, so sorry. Makes sense. You know? I'm not going to show it to you again. I showed you your lesson. You had to practice and come back with this prepared. Yep. This isn't deja vu. And she doesn't let him just practice it and she leaves the no, room. No, no, she's gone. This is not time travel here. <laughs> this is... This is <laughs> well, no, I mean, but hey, reality. you're being paid for the time here. Just play the yeah, piano. No, Bye. no. The parents know because it's all in a contract. <clears throat> and it's like the parents know that if they give a kid, unless there's, you know, there's always some kind of circumstances, whatever, death in the family right. or whatever, but these kids just didn't do the work. Yeah. And if she knows that, like that's it. It's, you don't get a, a second chance. Wow, that you ship up or ship out. Basically, right? yeah. Shape up. Yeah, I we ship where I ship come up. From. <laughs> you shit up is what you guys do. <laughs> Jesus, you have shape another, up have or another shit drink. Out, we're, not, we're not shaping ever anything. We're shipping. Have everything. another drink, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> you got any internet questions for? Oh God, I've got. You some. said you had like a ton of questions for me, and you wanted me to come over, and I was going, Ah, oh, man, I want to wait for Bruce. I don't like to do podcasts without Bruce, but apparently he loves doing them without me. <laughs> Somebody's we, got to. We we wouldn't have a pod. We wouldn't have a show. <laughs> Re really? Now now he's giving me shit about doing covering now, for him. Now you know, really, you're, wel you're you're welcome. It's not really my fault. I you know it's just been circumstances. Yeah right. I haven't really yeah, right. meant to miss this yeah, many right. podcasts. Yeah right. And I did come tonight, and I could be home working on the record, but no, I'm here. <laughs> well, you know you you know hey, it's a free country. <laughs> All right, I got one. All right, here we go. This one's from uh, Is Liam. It something that somebody's not asked before. Oh, they always ask the same questions. Oh, oh, well, I um, thought it would be more than we talk about different things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Good point. Right. Yeah, um, big fan of the show. Both uh, he thinks both of you guys are very inspirational players to him. He has tons of questions, but I'll ask just a couple. Do you guys think that learning classical guitar will improve your playing in other styles of music? Well, yeah, it would probably improve me if I ever did it. <laughs> yeah, more, more, most definitely, yes. Of course, right? Yeah, of course it would, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Of course. I regret that I haven't Unequivocally, done classical yes. guitar. Yeah. Um, he said, if any opportunity become a player, am I wasting my time if my goal is to play jazz like Bruce and blues like Scott? No, no, it just all. adds to the whole fucking. Sure, but, but but it's I would so even suggest better, <laughs> better play, play it like you. Right? Yeah, play it like you. You I mean you go ahead and take from us and let us inspire you and learn from us, but play it like you. Also, he asks, "What do you guys think of performing solo with a looper?" I think it's cool. I mean, there's some guys that have done it really well, and there's some guys that don't do it well, but. Uh, you know, um, what's his name? Ed Sheeran. 
What's that? <laughs> Ed Sheeran. He does a lot uh, of shit. D- Dave Torn pretty damn he, good at it he's been doing it forever right yeah like he was kind of one of the original really cats. good at it he's really good and peter fripp or fred what, what was his name fripp king Frapp. crimson yeah fripp robert fripp robert sorry fripp. excuse me robert fripp has been doing it he may be one of the first guys to do it and and um he was even doing it with like a tape 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 recorder that's how long ago he started doing it right and i mean he may have practically invented it yeah, but I, a lot of guys have fallen in, you know, followed his footsteps, and they're doing it really well. The the technology is obviously way better now, and you can do like, you know, people have made like go Ed- see a go see a Jacob Collier concert. Oh man. my I god, mean, right? You like, know, fuck, I that's... mean, the technology is beyond what we ever dreamed it and, would be, and what he does with it is ridiculous. Yeah, so so if you if you you know put that into the world of guitar. With all the possibilities with your laptop, Ableton Live, uh. and stuff. I mean, Kinsey basically does it every night on his gig, yeah. where he's looping and he's doing all kinds of bringing in sounds on the fly. Yeah. By in, in fact, Kinsey's really excited because he just got the new MacBook Pro, because they finally made a new MacBook Pro that's upgradable, and you can does have he as like much. It? He loves it. It's like as much RAM as you want and. Oh, it's, wow. Because Kinsey had a problem that he was running so much stuff on the gig that his computer would always crash because he's got like five apps going at the same time. Damn. So, and they're all synced with each other. Yep. So now, no more crashes. That thing can handle it. And, um, you know, if you apply that to guitar, I mean, I'm sure... That's it. And then, it, and then put a, um, a guitar synth on it. Well, the, the possibilities are just Ridiculous. endless, man. I but mean, it's a, do you guys, you see those people that do it, and there's some people that own it and do it to the, like, Jacob Collar, right? Yeah, sure. Like, he's amazing. And there's Collier. Somebody, what's his name? Collier. Co- who? But I like Jacob Col- Collier. Collier? Collier. Collier. That's good. Collier. Collier. <laughs> Jacob Collier. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, but there's some guys you see or some acts you see it and you're like, God, man, I really just want to see a bunch of guys or a bunch of people on stage play together, not it's one a, person. It's a different yeah. whole art form. I and mean, sometimes you can't really it gets a little it. bit like a circus trick. Some not people, if it's done really well. Yeah, when it's done really I mean, well. But sometimes you see people and it's like, oh, this is, that's cool, but it's... I think it's possible to put together a very, you know, um, versatile show with just one guy where you're playing lots of keys, lots of tempos, some chords with some songs with changes, some songs with no changes, varying the dynamics, and I think you could probably have just as entering, interesting a show as you could with a band. If you did it right. You do it right. And that's all there is to it. And you got to do it right. And also if you're doing your original material, I'm talking like sometimes you see people doing covers and they're doing it as Well, that that's yeah. I mean but I mean, I just think it's an art form that you could take to its highest level, and it at its highest level would be every bit as viable and every bit as good as a band. Right. You, just a different yeah. thing. You might prefer to see a band. That might be your taste, but that's a matter of taste. It's yeah. not. You can't qualify something by how good something is by taste. That's like the guy that reviewed, he gave... The HBC record that I did with Jeff Berlin and Dennis Chambers, he gave it one star. And you know why? Because we were playing covers. He didn't like that. Oh, and I wrote him, and I actually, you know, I don't usually reply to reviews, but I said, you know what? If you think I suck, 
And if you hate my playing, give me a one-star review. That's your opinion. But you can't give a one-star review to a record like this. It's wrong, and you're fucked up for doing it. That's like going into a sushi bar and giving them one star because they serve raw fish. <laughs> yeah, right. It's ridiculous. Yeah. You know, people have been playing other people's music. Jazz musicians have been playing other people's music since the beginning of the, of the art form. Right. You can't not like so have pop and rock acts yeah every every fucking right so it's like you can't tell it's a tell people it's a bad record and lower my rating on amazon just because you don't like the fact that we played covers especially out especially after the 20 or more than 20 original albums i've done yeah give me a fucking break so that kind of pissed me off but it's (laughs) obvious whatever actually that that were um, that was, brings a, up that the was an interesting segue. It was, but it yeah. does bring up the question: Is there anything that's really pissing you guys off these days? Bruce will be mad if I tell you what's pissing me See, off. No, no. Well, good. Make me mad, then, then I'll be have something to say. Because <laughs> I'm like, kind of no, not really. <laughs> what? I'm, like, what? <laughs> I'm like, no, not really. Till you say what you have to say. So <laughs> uh, we they're don't not, have to go there. I don't no, want to bring it not, down. They're not pissing me off. It's okay. just what, what's what I don't want to hear right now is two five ones. If it's got a two five one in it, I don't fucking want to hear it. <laughs> and that's just a phase. Right. I go in and out of them. You know right. what I mean? Like sometimes I listen to jazz. Sometimes I don't. This is one of the. T- periods where I don't. You're you're in an anti. I do not want to hear a fucking two. What are you listening to? Led Zeppelin. <laughs> Led Zeppelin. Four five uh, one. Yeah, four one. <laughs> four one is okay. Yeah. No, right. I'm listening yeah. to a, I, more pentatonic scale. I'm listening to a lot of classical music. I'm listening to like later guys. Yeah. Bartok, Debussy. I'm listening to a lot of Gentle Giant actually. You know, I really like, I forgot how much I love them. I'm listening to a lot of Gentle Giant, listening to a lot of Led Zeppelin, and a lot of R&B, like Tower Power, Cool in the Gang, James Brown, Aretha Franklin, Stevie Wonder, just the, you know, the the Temptations, all the Motown stuff. I've got like kind of a big playlist of Motown stuff that I'm listening to that I really like. And I'm also listening to anything that has to do with arranging. Because I'm just trying to flood my my head with ideas, right? You know, so I'm listening to like you listen to the tasty stuff. Donald Fagan yep. has some great arrangements. Um, who else? I'm trying to think of. Um, who, but seriously, who has Scott, some I really got to ask you the question: stuff. What have these people done lately? Oh, <laughs> that I couldn't tell you. <laughs> Especially Led Zeppelin. It's such a stupid. Haven't question. done anything. <laughs> uh, that's all good. <laughs> so but, two two five ones are out. Well, just for the time being. Yeah, I mean, no, you know, it, I, mean well, I, 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 I could tell you something that uh, I'm. I go through a little phase. I wouldn't say piss me off, but uh, I get bouts from mild to extreme. Uh, chronic problem. I, I guess you could call it pentatonicitis. <laughs> well, I think everybody gets that. And, and, and particularly, and particularly a couple of days over the last couple of weeks, it was like we did see some players. The other just, night, just like really, is that all we've got to say? Well, and, you know, and uh, you know, and I mean, and there, of course, they're very. It's just, it's just, it's just. God, there's so many colors. But you know what? In the there's world. so many Sorry. people that do it bad. That's the problem. Like you, 
if you listen to Stevie Ray Vaughan, you don't get tired of hearing the pentatonic scale because he does it so goddamn well. I got to be honest with you. There are times so. even listening to him where I've got it. Oh, I but, can't. But I mean, no, no. I, I mean, I you know, I mean, him, there. So. I mean, not. But I would agree in general with you. But there's times when it's chronic, and you know, it's mm -hmm. like just just the whole idea of limiting the tonal spectrum to that well, and the constant repetition of beating it to death. Well, what, what, it just, you wouldn't just, say just that about me. two five ones. <laughs> oh, oh no, I, I have. I've, it, That's I don't been beat I, no. to death more than well, any. Well, I oh God. <laughs> All right, uh, here we okay. go. Uh, that is the most ridiculous statement. If you're going to compare the way pentatonics gets beat up versus two five one, <laughs> and every day there's a million pentatonic licks played to every 251 that's played in the in the world well, come on oh in the world yeah in the well world. i mean okay well you want to go to your universe but, fine but i yeah. mean no but i'm, I'm just saying I'm i don't i don't like, hear as many 251s as and, and in my world i'm a jazz guy and i hear more pentatonic lickage being played than i hear 251s well where do you hear it being played everywhere i go everywhere i go <laughs> oh. i mean including jazz kicks <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is that <laughs> I don't hear music unless I play it myself.
because I don't go anywhere, so I never leave the house. Oh, so played home. You mean I this? don't yeah, okay. leave the house. And I mean, very unlikely I'm he- going to hear Pentat- Pentatonic at the Habit. You know, like that's yep. the only place I go are Panda Express. I'm not going to hear Pentatonic uh, licks at Panda Express or the Habit. That's where I eat. Right. So, and I don't. Well, leave, you should uh, upgrade that. Yeah, I don't. I don't leave. I don't leave. The Just house. like your music. So the only thing I hear is what my iPhone plays me in the car because I don't ever listen to music at home. Right. Never ever. So, the car is my only listening environment environment yeah it's the only time i hear music is in the car yeah and then i just hear what my ipod plays me and if my ipod is not playing me anything pentatonic i can go for months without hearing a pentatonic right scale yeah so it's all in context what you're hearing depends on where you are if you're going out to clubs brother you're gonna hear some pentatonic. <laughs> well clubs you know clubs general radio i mean i go to more than the yeah. habit and the Pen, you know, yeah. Panda Express. I go to lots of places. <laughs> I do actually interface with the outside world a little more than you do, obviously. Yeah, yeah sure. You know, uh, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> it's okay. I mean, it doesn't make either one of us a bad person. Um, <laughs> but, you know, just not in defense of 251, because I don't care what you like or don't like, really. But um, a cadence is a cadence. And to Pentatonics can be easily defined as a pentatonic because it's a defined group of five-note scale. An actual 251 cadence has the potential of color of any cadence. And it, I mean, yes, played in, in probably the way that you're defining 251, the world is sick of that, I would venture to say. But the 251 cadence has so many possibilities so many possibilities and yeah. options to the point no, of where you wouldn't even recognize it as 251 it's just lives under the folder or umbrella of 251 i think what i'm saying and, but, oh, but but no okay. let me finish and uh and and so to put those two in context is what i'm saying you know the pentatonic is a very finite five note thing that's repetitive over its given set of circumstances and the 251 Regardless, I mean, you can be tired of it or not tired of it. It's just, it, it has the palette, the color palette of the full chromatic spectrum. It really well, does. Well, you can't really compare them because the pentatonic scale is just a small tool, whereas, whereas the 251 is a progression that you use tools on. So that is not it's not fair to just compare them all i can say I just was, is that is I'm that just saying. i'm just tired of hearing them that's all well you I'm know again again you know i mean it doesn't mean that i'm not tired of hearing the pentatonic scale <laughs> if i was hearing all the time believe me i'd be sick of it no i mean know? yeah i'm like, just pointing out that you know yeah. i mean i think 251 i i think what you hate about it is not necessarily the full expanse of it because you know a no, lot of what you, no. a lot of what you hear in in for instance Ravel is is motion that that could be that could actually be analyzed as two five one and sometimes movies, you know sometimes and, and even Stravinsky um, and even some of my own music has five ones in them but I'm just saying that yeah and two five ones you know which is you know which which is you know if you, as soon as you go sus as soon as you suss the five while you're moving through it, you've made it technically a two five yeah. one. I'm just I'm just not listening to 
that. I'm, yeah, that's I'm cool. listening to more. Yeah, that's cool. I'm that's cool. And you, to, and you can hate it all to, you want. Uh, it's not that I hate it. It's just that it's, <laughs> this is a time where I don't want to hear it. There, there are times where I listen to a lot of jazz. This isn't one of them. Right. You know, there's this, this, this is just not one of them. Let's yeah, face it. Let's it. face it. Jazz. It's music that everybody loves to play, but everybody hates to listen to. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, but what? No, there's a lot of times I love listening, to, especially Miles and especially, you know, the... the hey, the, was that a picture modern... of you and Miles on... No, I never had my picture taken with Miles. I think it was photoshopped. I think there was a photoshop on the web at some point, and I did see that. I never met the guy, never. You never right. met no, Miles? No, I talked to him on the phone one time. Or, or maybe him. it was... No, what it was was it was the Kenny G and Miles picture, and they oh, said it was Scott. That's oh, that's funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's right. That's what I, it was. I, I knew was there was something you were talking like, about. That doesn't look like. Yeah, no, but it, 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 there's this mild re- resemblance of some old Scott pictures with the that. Head. I mean, right, it's, it's right. just it's really like, you know, like you have to be like not paying attention. But <laughs> right. I remember, I remember when that was on the. My web. hair was a little bit Kenny G-ish at one time. Exactly, it was and, very dark and, colored. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you were slight. Wouldn't it be cool if you and Kenny had been in a band together? Wouldn't it be even funnier it, if, if in a DNA test they were related? <laughs> no wonder my music is so weird. I mean, I, I'm, rela- I'm Kenny like, G's brother. You're like the Scotty H. Brother. Scotty H. <laughs> no Kenny G and Scotty H. No wonder. I guess that the, the small amount of records I've sold, I guess I owe it to, to my brother. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we. That's we, awesome. You should do the. Uh, I think you should, I think you should get tests. into smooth jazz. There's yeah. no two five ones in that, is there? Oh yeah, I guess there is. Yeah, there are plenty of them. Yeah. 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 Well, there's even some in my music. I got this one tune that's kind of based off rhythm changes, and I have to, I'll have to really like hone my my what bebop vocabulary I have to to be able to you know navigate through these changes because they're those kind of you know you know they're they're I've heard of very them. <laughs> one six two five things, you know, but oh, there's not two there five yet. in there. You uh, should move to Alabama because there's actually an area code called two five one. Ah, uh, there's an area called. I've, I've been thinking about going, going and getting a cell phone from that area. Have code. you guys? Are you guys hip to Gentle Giant? Have you listened to him? Yeah, you've much? told us about that. We've. I haven't really think, done enough yeah, listening you, to wow. it. Wow, they they are like a, a well. They're so amazing. I mean, just I know Giant. Oh, but not gentle. Not gentle, giant. I know giant. You know giant. Who is John it? Giant? No, just giant. Oh. The band Giant. Oh, Giant, right. right Dan right. Huff. No, you know, gentle giants are really—they're really quite an anomaly in the world because there's nothing really ever been quite like them. Imagine like five guys that each play about ten instruments each. Fuck well, them. well, <laughs> and sing. You know, so already. It's ridiculous. The possibilities are endless. You know, and I, I, I've seen them, you know, at least five times. And they the go from being a, be a first, they're a string quartet, right? Yeah. Then they're all playing vibes. Then they're all playing trumpets and saxophones. Then they're a rock band with bass, drums, and electric guitar. And it just kind of blows your mind. And then the composer, if I had to say that he's close to anything, I think he's probably more influenced by Bartok than anybody else. Maybe Bartok and ah, uh, there's this other guy that's sort of like Scriabin. There's a lot of Scriabin in their stuff, and there's a lot of Renaissance type of right. classical music, like medieval 
type of classical music. But it's so amazing how they kind of blend all these styles together, and it's it's really quite amazing. And in, there's been nobody like them since. You the, know, they're done. Oh, way done. This was a '70s band. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. But but in fact, the lead singer went on to be the president of Atco Records, and the bass player became a big producer in Hollywood. He produced Oingo Boingo and a lot of big pop wow. bands. Ray Shulman and Derek Shulman. That's yep. Shulman Brothers, who were the founders of the band. And then Carrie Minier, who's the keyboard player, was, um, I imagine, I'm just guessing, but he probably had a lot to do with the writing and the composing of the actual harmonies. Yep. You know, and probably the bass player too. But wow, just... Some serious shit, man. You guys wow, ought to check, check it, out it out because it's really interesting. Gentle um, it's Sometimes it's in, sometimes it's way out, like Stravinsky. Yep. That out, that dissonant, you know, but some, it's just pretty cool. It's like, it's like yes in a way, but just but no. deeper, deeper, <laughs> deeper into the harmonies, deeper yep. into the real classical music than yes. Like yes was kind of classically influenced but they were still had a lot of pop progressions and stuff. Didn't These guys, they're not trying to be pop, that's for sure. Didn't Yes just play the whiskey? He might have. And you they played, they, they sold tickets for $2, like they did their, um, uh, like a, they played there, what, 30, mm -hmm. 40 years ago, yeah. and tickets were $2, so they did it again, mm -hmm. like it was a 30 or 40 anniversary mm -hmm. or something, and they did tickets for $2 again. Does anybody the other day. out there, are you guys, agree with me that Steve Howe is a fucking great guitar player? Of course. Wow. Like, I've been listening to some of the stuff he played with Yes. I've been listening to a lot of Yes in my car. Mm -hmm. Wow, he's oh, good. Oh, man, what a badass. Wow, what a badass. Like, the sounds, the textures, the creativity, yep. and some of the solos, you know, on the on the... On the what was he playing? Ridiculous like a jazz, jazz guitar. Ridiculous chops. He was playing yeah. a one seventy five. Yeah, think. what a beautiful guitarist, man. Just sort of underrated because when you think about him, you know, you say, oh yeah, he's the guitar player for Yes, and you look at it and it's a band context. Yeah. But you look at him, yeah, he like, is wow. a bad motherfucker, man. Steve wow. Howe, wow, what a great Steve Howe, wow. Yeah, Steve Howe, wow. <laughs> he was he's related related he to really Steve Powell. Yeah. What a what a great player, man. And su such a big palette of tones. Right? Yeah, right. Like, well, that was the whole thing with wow. them. Yeah. Lots of different colors. Didn't he? And sounds. He had another band though. After that, he did, and I can't remember what that was about. I have the album. Yeah. I have his album after right. Yes. Right. And I can't remember the name of it. But I, mean, he, I, did, I had it is too. Is he still around? Yeah. 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 Steve, he's probably listening. I, I'm sure he listens <laughs> well, to After us. the How Wow joke, he's <laughs> Yeah, that's right. Well, yeah, yeah. great. But, yeah, he, he's, he's amazing. Um, what I, I thought we'd do now um, you is... Have any more questions? Because, you know, um, Nir is going to be here in just a minute. Oh, he's going to come. Yeah, yeah. All Can right. We'll text you that he's coming. Mm -hmm. he's All gonna right. Be here in just a minute. Cool. Well, let's let's do this. While I set up another microphone, um, Bruce. What? Why don't we get you to read the ten questions? Okay. Ten do questions. you have them They're there? right here? Okay, and you're going to post them on the. No, someone else will. Post what them. ten questions? <laughs> yeah. I'll the ten. Them. These are the ten questions to get you into the final round of our of our hundredth show, Jeopardy. <laughs> you mean? <laughs> 
Yeah. What? You mean while I was gone, you guys didn't no, do we, the we, we did show? <laughs> no, no. We're at 99.47 99. or something. I don't know what we're at. <laughs> we're yeah, so we, lame. We can't... We can't go to a hundred yet, Scott. We're the lamest. We're the lamest show ever. <laughs> well, no, I think we have some fucking con- integrity here. <laughs> we're not just throwing out a hundred just to throw wow. out a hundred. No, we're at like ninety nine point forty seven or some shit. Wow. <laughs> Anyways, Anyways, uh, okay. So these these are the ten questions that will get you into the final round, which will get you on the the final Jeopardy, which will be our hundredth show. Okay. Okay, so th- this is uh, answers will be graded on accuracy and originality. Oh. All right, so we can't yell out the answer if we think we know it. Please. If you're gonna, you can write your questions yourself if you're going to give answers. All right. Okay. <laughs> Shoot. Number one, what is the term used on a show for a show where Scott is away and not performing his wankly duties? We have an actual phrase for that. Yeah, wow. Yeah. yeah. You don't know it? Is it really? Well, hey, wait, let's just not talk about it. It must be really insulting. That's all I can say. Okay. The dick's not around. No, no, that's a good idea, though. The ass wipe isn't in town. Please, please don't help them. Don't help them. You're obviously not going to be on that show. I think a lot of four-letter words are used in that What Number two, what guitar player was photoed doing the guitar wank salute 50 years before the show was created. Oh, that's a good one. a tough one. Okay, number three, name the instrument of the sister in the Julio Iglesias joke. Name the Mm. instrument that the sister played in the Julio Iglesias joke. Oh, okay, we know that one. Okay, number four, what is Troy's pet peeve? Mm -hmm. Number five, what is Bruce's pet peeve? Number Mm -hmm. six, what is Scott's pet peeve? Mm In number seven, in Bruce's Scott, Bruce and Scott's biggest argument to date, who was the subject? Number eight, hmm. what was the argument about? Hmm. Nine, what was the instrument Scott was playing that was broken on the gig by another musician and then set him down the road to play Stratocaster? Mm-hmm. And ten, Troy has problems pronouncing what word? <laughs> <laughs> and you have to just pick one? That's hard, man. Yeah, come on. There's oh, so many. That's ten. <laughs> and your Those answer? are all great questions. Those, those are all really Those good tens questions. will be graded on accuracy and originality, folks. The three winners, please, in your answers, tell us, A, where are you from? And B, would you be interested in actually being live on the show? You know because what? that's I kind only, of important. I only knew the answer to one of those questions. It was the Julio Iglesias. <laughs> you, you suck at this That's game. the only answer I know. I know. You don't even know what your, your pet peeve is. No, I have no idea. I hate everything. <laughs> I don't know what my pet peeve is. Well, they, I'm sure the wankers do. <laughs> How funny. That's good, Bruce. That's great, Okay, man. so that's 10. I would, And on the show, there will be numerous more questions that will be even more in-depth. So oh, totally fun. So please email us your answers. And again, let us know where you're from. Would you be willing to come down to L.A. and actually take a seat on the couch and be in the contest? So, Thank you we, very much. Do we know what they win? They win something? A pie. No, they have to... They have to we win something. <laughs> what do we win? This is a new kind of thing. Actually, the contestants pay, and the, <laughs> and the, the and like 
this is where like Carl Sajak gets the dough. You know yeah, what I mean? Why didn't we think of this before? This <laughs> <laughs> is a new twist on it. I like it. No, I'll I'll tell you. I'll give I'll give a for sure a lesson to whoever. And wins. I will too. Okay. I will too. Okay, yeah. so you, okay, no so you have to pick a lesson from one of the three of us. No, you can have no. You know, give them two lessons. You give them one, and I'll give them. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll teach them how to suck. You teach them how to play good. Yeah. Okay, and Troy will teach them how to pronounce words. Yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll give them an English lesson. <laughs> you got okay, any more questions? Okay, so so that's Troy? the ten questions. We will be posting these. Actually, uh, there's some typos in this. Can I fix this and resend it to you, Troy? There's a couple. Well, howdy, folks. You got an exciting product or project and want to introduce it to a community of guitar wankers? A guitar, a pedal, an amp, an accessory, whatever that is, or a new recording perhaps? Well, how about putting your money where their ears are? Because we're now accepting sponsors who want to do just that. So reach out to us so we can help you reach out to them. Acquiring wankers want to know. That's a jazzy chord there, folks. Thank you.